Hi guys, welcome back to the Bolt Off with Big Jim podcast. Guess what, motherfucker? Some of the information you are about to hear, some may find disturbing. I don't know who gave them this or who gave them the carrot on the crotch. Oh my lord. Right there. Can we Google that? Yeah, that's what I thought. And then I oh. fucking stumbled down a dark hole and I love it. Great cake parties. So, you know, I'm going to believe anybody's bullshit. I'm going to believe mine. It sounds... Uh, not politically correct, but you two motherfuckers need Jesus. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Hola. Uh, <laughs> we are we are your hosts, the the no neck Mexicans, as uh, my dad likes to call us. Uh, <laughs> I am Lil Jim, aka Bo. I'm Big Jim. Jim. Hey. Yeah, aka Jim. Jim. <laughs> uh, welcome back. If you are a OG listener, welcome back. We we missed you guys. And mm, if you're a new listener, you. hello. Thank welcome. you. Welcome to the shit show. <laughs> welcome to the ear pounding of your life. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoy it. This is a doozy of an episode, I would say. Um, doozy. That's big vocabulary. Yeah. It, it's, better, it's better than Mountain Dew. <laughs> you'll know that joke when you listen to the episode and we learned to say a new one properly charcuterie yeah, yeah charcuterie <laughs> i hope you guys enjoy that one too god damn it it's a cutting board well it's been a couple of months since we last recorded and two no it's been about three well the last episode we recorded was with cody and molly and that was the holiday that was october that was halloween oh well, fuck. <laughs> we apologize, people. It's been a very... Well, we've very... had stuff going on. It's not like, you know, it's just like the rest of the world. Yeah, shit has not stopped for us, just like it hasn't stopped for every, for everybody. But um, with that being said, how have you been these last couple of weeks, these last couple of months? Uh, well, it just gets tiring and tiring with this whole virus protocol but other than that i i've been healthy i had obviously went and saw you guys for christmas saw the baby babies um, babies no the new baby yeah and uh just trying to stay as healthy as everybody else hell your brother just got sent home from school today because the new protocol for school is just so wacky that you know and didn't he already, that- already get sent home no, well, last Monday, so I don't know when this is going to be put out, but early in January, the schools had gave them testing for home testing kits, and they provide two test kits, and supposed to take it right away, test positive, waited the three days, retested three after three days, negative went to the school to get confirmation of what we should do now because obviously he's missing school school work and now finals and uh, i was told by one of the ap's assistant principal to wait till monday which is today and so it's been technically seven days that he's been out and then i get a phone call when i was in the shower and it was the uh, principal asking me what had happened who had said what and why is he back in school i said okay well well, this is what's going on and i told him and i explained it to him and he obviously is just as confused as everybody else and i just told him look it's no reason to get anybody reprimanded the other principal the attendance lady they're overwhelmed if if this national protocol is confusing to me and to you just send his ass home. <laughs> yeah, it's it's getting weird right now. Like my firstborn, your grand your granddaughter right now, she's uh the Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> she's actually getting her her shot right now. Ooh. Yeah, Where, so at school? No, we pulled her out. Same kind of the same thing. We pulled her out and my wife is taking her over to get her shot right now, and I, I know it's going to be a hectic storm when she gets back because it's going to – she doesn't like shots. She's never liked shots. 
no kid likes shots to begin with but yeah it's so yeah it's it's been a lot and i understand your frustration because i have the same frustrations when it comes to her school over here with certain things and and the way that some of the people over here and you know over here in lodi they just don't care <laughs> which i understand that you just want to go back to normal and just walk around and have fun and do whatever you're doing but unfortunately Everybody it's, wants. it's not like that. Said, he's got he's got his shot seasonal flu both first and second he's he's now up to get his booster you know he's been he has basically just a common cold and i think that's what tested the positive last week so yeah he's 15 so he's loving life he's gonna sit here play xbox and eat tacos <laughs> and well for your daughter she's gonna leave with little pigtails and come back looking like constantine yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be pissed this pissed. is gonna be a fun fun monday but yes listeners uh followers We've actually had a lot of followers in the last couple of weeks. Thank you for Thank everyone you. who's followed us. TikTok, surprisingly, TikTok has been also pretty crazy as well. I mean, I, I just, I've been bored because we haven't, not bored. Yeah, bored. I, I, I've been bored. <laughs> I would say you just have time on your hands now, dude. That was the biggest obstacle we had. And, you know, people who do this daily, yeah. and there's a small, a lot of independent podcasts, so they're going to understand. This takes this time. is a part-time job. This is this a part-time is, job. I mean, hell, just off. before just before re- recording this, we had we were going back and forth between two different programs trying to figure out some shit out. Yeah, it's work, dude. Everybody understand. And I think that's that you know, I noticed a trend in people following us. You're right, but you know, we haven't put anything out. So people have been revisiting a lot of the old episodes, and then we've been able yep. to speak with other podcasts. And, you know, and we've gained some momentum with them through them. Yeah. And, you know, we still have positive, uh, a positive count and audience. So it's tough. And thanks for people who have been sticking around and, you know, we're one of many, you know, those little guys. So thank you very much. Yeah. We've had a lot of, a lot of different things pop up. We've had, uh, reviews come up recently we've had uh oh by the way we are trending in uh malaysia what yeah oh. well not trending uh that's probably we're on the, the the 150 ranked podcasts in malaysia for true true crime really yeah i totally forgot to tell you that well, damn, right on. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, let me see if I can translate thank you in Malaysia. <laughs> hey, Google. Just just oh, say shit. thank you. <laughs> just say thank you. And uh, we even got a new review on Apple Podcasts. This was uh, actually on Christmas Day. It said... Uh, Nandi. What? Malaysia, Nandi. Nandi. N-A-N-D-I, Nandi. What is that? Thank you in Malaysian. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know what you were saying. Oh, I told you I was going to look it up. Um, if I had Google in high school, I'd be a fucking genius right now. Oh, all of us would be. You kidding yeah. me? Um, the person on Apple Podcast named Not So Slender Man. That's a, I'm not going to lie. That's a pretty good name. He must be a chubby Mexican. <laughs> uh, he, he gave us four stars and put the title as not bad. He said, I listened to, or he or she, I'm, I'm assuming it's a man because it says not so slender man. I listened to too many podcasts. And to be honest, this isn't half bad. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty that they did this with their father and son. I like it. Only critique, do a little more research, and fine-tune some of the audio. And that's what we're working on, pal. Yeah, that's definitely what we're working on. All right, well, let's get started with the show. I'm sure people are done hearing us rant on about our personal lives and just want to come and hear about this show. 
I want to hear shit. What's the story about? I put out a poll on Instagram. This is now probably about a month ago about what states that we have gotten analytics for through our uh, host, Anchor. Shout out, Anchor. And it said that Texas and California were some of the bigger listeners. And not only that, those are the two states that people wanted to hear stories from. So with that being said, I thought it, we could tell a little story from Texas as well as tell a little fun fact from Texas. Did you know that it is illegal? Illegal, which means you can go to jail, be fined for it, if you milk someone else's cow. <laughs> is that a blue law? Is that what they call a blue law? Is that real? It's real. Like you can, that's a misdemeanor. <laughs> it's real. Okay, that's kind of there's kind of got to be a default there. If you got <laughs> ranch hands milking the owner's cow, they should all be arrested. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but they don't own them. Okay. Okay. <sighs> if you don't think that one was wacky enough, what about this one? Did you know it is illegal? To sell your own eyeball. Why? <laughs> because... Why is that? If <laughs> I mean, not that I'm gonna. Well, I mean, I got two good ones. I don't need them both. I guess if I need the money. <laughs> this is a good one. It's also illegal <laughs> to shoot a buffalo from a second story of a hotel room. <laughs> is this all from Texas? It's Texas, baby. They always do it better in Texas. <laughs> it's going to be called the Texas Pole. You know what I should call it? Don't milk, don't don't milk someone's cow. Or else your ass is going to get shot from the second story window. <laughs> right in your eyeball. Yeah, and then you're going to have to sell it. <laughs> so this is, uh, this is going to be the Texas Pole um, for... Instagram, the people who chose. This is a pretty interesting one. I actually was just going through Instagram one day and, and I found this picture and I kind of followed the breadcrumbs and trippy story. Uh, but my okay. sources today are an article from nypost.com, murderpedia.org, ranker.com, an episode of Forensic Files. If you guys want to watch it or if you want to watch it, sir, it's season 14, episode 12 called the social circle an article uh from medium.com a podcast shout out to nikki young it's called serial napper and of course wikipedia that's a bona fide true identify identification podcast uh, link yeah, no shit. Website. I mean, we've been out three three months, so you know, at the least I can do is be as thorough as possible. <clears throat> <laughs> and a warning for and a warning for some uh listeners, new listeners, or OGs, some of the OGs. Oh, OG. <laughs> <laughs> uh warning, this episode involves violence, drugs, two thick Mexicans. How how y'all doing? <laughs> Uh, humiliation, adult language, adult content, mental health, bullying, and graphic descriptions of Moida. Uh, if any of this makes you uncomfortable, uh, please listen to another episode of our podcast or just have someone explain this one to you. <laughs> so listener discretion is advised. Now, today we traveled down, and you don't know any, any anything about this story, correct? So we have... Uh, um, uh, prefer uh intro or uh summary for the people who are just now listening and just now following us you don't know any, no. anything about the story correct i you know we never discuss anything we don't even tell each other what stories we're covering we try Perfect. to keep it a secret because our reactions are genuine genuine yep. all right so today we travel to crystal lake texas and discuss the story of the mass oh, murder we already got Jason Voorhees going, huh? No, Camp oh, yeah. Crystal Lake. Yeah, Camp Duh. Crystal Lake. You're right. <laughs> and we talk about the mass murderer known as Miss Irresistible. 
Oh, a female serial killer, murderer. Mass murderer, not a serial killer. Killer, killer. Killer plural. Yeah. Now, her name was Christine Marie Paolia. Paolia? She was born on March 13th, March 31st, 1986 in Long Island, New York. Christine's father, Charles, died in a construction accident when she was young. And following the death of her father, Christine's mother, Lori, fell into a deep depression. Now, this also led to many different things with Lori. Substance abuse, um, losing custody of Christine, actually. And, and her, her uh, Christine's brother, whose name I actually couldn't find. Um, and Lori ended up losing custody to Christine's grandparents. Mm. Early in Christine's life, she was diagnosed with al- alopecia. Do you know what that is? Alopecia. Yeah. Alo- yeah. Balding. Yeah. I, I had Balding. to Google that. I thought it had, I thought it was a skin disorder. No, no, no. That's, uh, that's, um, eczema on your skin all that too but yeah but anyway yeah i know what alopecia is so as a girl you know hair is everything it honestly can be you know my daughter beautiful long hair and i told her jokingly the other day i was like i'm gonna shave your head and she almost knocked my tooth out like (laughs) she was like you're not touching my head dude way to traumatize your daughter yeah uh, Christine would lose clumps of hair by the age of five. Wow. Clumps. Like she'd be in a shower. And I mean, literally yeah. from what uh, Lori would tell uh, uh, some of the people that I read these articles on, literally handfuls of hair would be in either Lori's hand from washing her or Christine's hands from washing her own hair. A lot of the times Christine would fall asleep. There'd be hair all over her, her uh, bed. So she, she bawled very fast. Unfortunately, her eyebrows and her eyelashes were were soon to follow. And as a kid in elementary school, you know, Christine resulted into using wigs to cover up her baldness. Yeah. Now, if you know just as well as I do, kids are assholes. Straight up. Every day. Every day. So, you know. She would have she would go to school with a wig on and kids would run up and snatch the uh, wig off. They would make fun of her for, for drawing on eyebrows. They would make fun of her for just not having hair. They would call her Mr. Clean. It's not funny, but <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so she was you said she was born in 86. She was born in 86. Yeah. Yeah, so high school in the mid nineties. Mid nineties. Yeah, terrible. That was terrible. also around the time, you know, with Columbine and everything too. That's right, huh? Yep. So not only that, but to make matters quote unquote worse, she had what a lot of kids had that had bad eyesight, Coke bottle glasses. So now she's being called four eyes or magnifiers or I mean, all around, she's just having a really, really hard time as a child. Finally, about a year later, uh, Lori, uh, a few years later, excuse me, Lori is now clean and she's able to reclaim custody of her children. She found love again and even remarried. So keep in mind, Charles, Christine's father, uh, died in a construction accident. And now Lori was able to find love again. And got remarried. And then she ended up moving to Texas um, from New York, from uh, Long Island. They ended up in Clear Lake, like I said. It's called Clear Lake City, Texas. It's an upper middle class community. And Christine started going to Clear Lake High School. By this time, she was a sophomore. No, she was a junior. Excuse me. Uh, Christine would, uh, of course, you know, like, like most kids, even myself, I mean, I transferred schools many times when I, when we were in Arizona, I was always the freaking new kid. So being the new kid, you're always going to be nervous because you don't know who's cool. You don't know who's an asshole. You don't know who's who you don't know anything. I mean, the only thing that's going through my mind is that poor girl, obviously in the nineties, not making a joke of anything, but the wigs back then look like they were terrible i'm sure compared to what they have nowadays the process of putting on a wig 
you can get your eyebrows tattooed on. I mean, there's, well, my That's point is the evolution of, of, of getting help for people who don't embrace, you know, there are a couple of people I see on the internet who have alopecia, male and female. Mm-hmm. And some of them are like, you know, they're popular. Yep. Yeah. They big, embrace it. You know, big. Well, oh, good, good for them. But just being a kid and having some sort of a defect, even not I, looking, I, I'm not defect, but you know, uh, something that's not normal to whatever. Normal. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, growing kids up are the with last me. to understand. Exactly. And me growing up with, you know, growing up with diabetes is vastly different than having balding, but still it's something that kids target and they're like, Oh, we can make, we can make fun of that. And they have no clue what it is. No. But things were actually really great for Christine in high school. Surprisingly, no one tried to beat her up. No one was a mean girl. If you've guys, if you've seen that that movie, no one tried to try to um, play her for some fool. Um, you know, or embarrass her. Or embarrass her. Yeah, nothing. As a matter of fact, the popular girls of this school, who was Rachel uh, Coloradus and Tiffany Rowell. They were the popular girls. They were the cheerleaders. They they were they were known around the school. And these two girls were opposite of everything that you that you see on TV. People said Rachel was a fun person to, to be around. She was quick-witted with long, beautiful brown hair. And she even wanted to join the armed forces after high school. Tiffany had a great big smile, was lovely to be around, and was Rachel's best friend. The seniors. The, the two girls, Rachel and Tiffany, were seniors. And like I said before, Christine was a junior. Now became a trio of best friends. She just got there and she's already making friends immediately. It's great. Of course. It's ideal. That's what every, that's what every you know, adult, every parent wants to hear for their child when they come into a new school. Is that they got friends. When she went into the school, when Christine w- w- went into Clear Lake High School... She was still wearing wigs. She was still wearing the Coke bottle glasses. She was still kind of a, sorry to say it, but you know, she was a little bit dorky. She looked a little bit dorky and that's not to, she looked different. You know, she's, it's, it's not to shame her or or bad mouth her or anything like that. But yeah, very, very plainly, she looked a little bit different than everybody else until Rachel and Tiffany were like, you know what? We're going to give you a, 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 a makeover. So what they ended up doing was helping Christine pick out not so over the top wigs, uh, ones that would fit better. They did her makeup and they even helped her with her wardrobe. With this new look, Christine would eventually be dubbed Miss Irresistible by her school, which is kind of weird because the entire Clear Lake High School voted her that name. Was it a joke or they... Were they trying to pull a big prank on her or something? No, this was real. Like they legit had oh. Miss Irresistible, but that's I for me, I think that's kind of like they shouldn't have done that. Not to say that they shouldn't have done that for her or anything like that, but to put irresistible, because you don't know what that's gonna do to someone's confidence either. They're trying to withhold it's, this. It, it's it's you could be setting somebody up for failure too. I mean, you know, what you're what the story you're starting to tell is like Carrie. Yeah, yeah, similar. Yeah. yeah, the school voted and they dubbed her Miss Irresistible. Uh, the trio became so close that Christine would often remove her wig to be more comfortable with Rachel and Tiffany. Now, now this is something that she wouldn't even do with her own family. Very rarely she would take off her wig around her family, let alone two friends that she just met, you know, six months prior. This is actually what she looked like. So this was her going into the high school. Yeah, big thick glasses, her hair, wig. This is what they did after makeup, everything. That's all wigs. This is not even real hair. That's that's also wigs. I mean, those glasses aren't bad. They're not she terrible. Like, no, she looks like you know, uh, what's the Happy Warrior? Roxanne Montefiore. Oh, Roxanne, yeah, <laughs> Roxanne Montefiore, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not bad. She didn't look bad then either. No, I, no, I wouldn't have been able to tell that was a wig. The one on the on the right side or the left side of me, I think this is mirrored on the left side of me was definitely yeah. you could tell was uh, a <laughs> yeah. 
Nothing. Yeah. I, I was expecting worse, to be honest with you. Like really? a wig on, uh, like a wig from Ezekiel from The Walking Dead. His wig, <laughs> Carrie Payton is yeah. bald as hell, and they put that big old mop on him. <laughs> yeah, that was that was kind of crazy. <laughs> so now we move into the summer of '03. Rachel and Tiffany are now 18, and they have graduated high school. And like most young adults, when they graduate high school, what do they do? They party even more because they're adults. They can do it. However, Christine, now 17, still hanging out with the pair when she can, but not as much seeing as she was still in high school. But when Christine couldn't find time for the friends that she had, that she had made, she eventually found someone else. Now, don't forget, with this new look, which does happen, she looked a little bit older than 17. A lot older. And in walks a really catch of a guy, Christopher Snyder, 21 years old. Now, I'm going to give you a list of things that, that make him really cool. Oh, first, okay. of, first off, number one, <laughs> he was on parole for armed robbery. Catch number one. Number one. Number two, <laughs> arrested for assault. What a dreamy guy. Number three, can you can you can you guess what number three is? Uh, it has to be d- dating underage girls. I don't know. Well, that yeah, that's actually one. Okay, good, good point. Uh, drugs. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone Sorry. hated this guy. Legit. <laughs> Everyone. Her mom, Christine's mom, Lori, in an interview said something in his eyes I didn't like. No shit. The guy's 21 years old, even back in the early 90s and stuff like that. Like people, parents were still okay with 17 year olds dating older people. I'm not okay with that at all. No, but that's true. There was, when I was in high school and I, I graduated in 88, 83, 84, 85, there were girls in my school that were dating grown ass men. Yeah, see, that's you know, it. You can go either way. That's it's against the ball. Grown ass men should know better. But at the same time, you know, these girls they were what they call very fast. Yeah. So they, I mean, they talk like adults. They act like adults. They conversate like adults. And so the influence was there. You could tell that they had very advanced living outside of school. They. They were adults by listen by me listening to them talk and, and how they dressed and how they carried themselves. You know, a lot of times I was like, man, that girl, that, there's no way that girl's 16. There's no way that girl's 17. There's no way that girl's 18, you know, <laughs> but they yeah. were, they look old. They act old. <clears throat> Jeez. Yeah. But we all know now today, 2022, it's against the law. You're asked to go to jail. So now that Christine has met Christopher, uh, she, she actually dubbed him. Mr. Irresistible. When let me tell you, he's very resistible. <laughs> really? he's, he's not a he's not a catch. He's not a looker. No. <laughs> he's, he's not a looker. Trust me. He's missing teeth and everything. Uh he was rough on, on the eyes. <laughs> uh, look like Mr. <laughs> Judy Chop. <Yeah. laughs> There's a pot liquor right there, Judy Chop. <laughs> Uh, shortly after Christine fell into this toxic love spiderweb, uh, verbal and physical abuse would happen often between the two. And more, she didn't see that coming, I bet. Yeah. And more regularly, jealousy came from Christine. <laughs> she would often punch Chris if he looked at other women. She would punch him in the face. Uh, drugs, like I said earlier, were a big issue. Chris's family referred to Christine as, quote, a psycho. Oh, she's definitely insecure. She exactly. has years of being insecure. So, child, her only way. Yeah. Insecure. She has alopecia. Oh, she, yeah. She's, she has, yeah. there's a lot of things that she's, you know, uh, what's it called? Self confident. Uh, yeah. She has, she's not even grown up yet. I know that's not even proper English, <laughs> but she ain't even grown. She's not mature. At all. And obviously he isn't either. So. No. And and not only that, Toxic, like I said you know. earlier, this guy's this guy's uh, you know, been, been he's on parole for assault, armed robbery, and you know, drugs. Can you guess what his drug of choice was? 
Uh, cocaine. That's a good guess, but unfortunately, no. no. Crystal meth. Nope. Good guesses. Crack. Crack. Heroin. Heroin. That, that good old heroin. Well, yeah. super cheap back then. So did he smoke it, snort it, shoot it, inject uh, it? From what I understand, he shot it. Mm. Yeah, this guy was an asshole. Also, he showed up to her school one time and snatched her wig off of Christine. He literally, they got into an argument the night prior, came into the school, passed a security guard who asked him, where are you going? went straight into her classroom, snatched off the wig, and told her to fuck off, basically. We could go, okay. Well, I'm not going to ask why, but obviously he did what he did. Yeah. Dick. Uh, Christine, though, for some reason, was still in love with this guy, and to a sickening degree, she'd sleep on his lawn at times if Chris didn't let her into his house. Well, I tell you what, I grew up when there was a movie made with John Cusack, and he set the standard of being silly, oh, standing outside in the rain with the radio <laughs> on top of his head. Yeah. In your eyes. <laughs> so it's not surprising. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, but she, I mean, sleeping on the lawn, like, on that's not healthy it's not and then, and then that also makes that also makes me wonder like what is Lori thinking this entire time her mom yeah no where's her dad he's dead oh sorry you did say that <laughs> he so, died in a construction I, I, uh, construction yeah, yeah. accident so she never remarried the mom never remarried she remarried but the stepdad never like got because that's kind of an odd situation and I've had this conversation with my wife too like th there's a certain boundary that step parents can can go to because they're not their technical parent uh, I, but i mean obviously if they've been with the mother or the, or the father for such a long time that they can you know rep reprimand them not physically but reprimand them in a certain way with step parents it's it's a little bit different because it's they're literally just a person that they don't know who is parenting them you know what i mean no, i understand that plus being it also depends look i had step parents i still have step parents best thing oh, yeah. one of the best things that happened to me in my life at a young age we we basically grew together so i get what you're saying now if they didn't have, and we bonded my stepmom, yeah. my stepdad, everything was great. I was very fortunate to have the step parents I did. I still am. But I get it. Your mom remarries for the fourth time. Technically, it's not. It's a hypothetical. And you're 17 and here's stepdad number four. You're not. There is no connection. There no. is no. There's nothing. You're, you're right. There is a boundary. No, that, this, that can, that's a different conversation, but yeah yeah I so, get there, it. so there's I get it. so there's only so much and they didn't even give the, that guy's name by the way it 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 never said in the forensic files and the articles that i read it never gave the person's name other than sh that Lori remarried that was it yeah so uh well, now too, she probably told him not to you know don't reprimand my kid you have no right to do it so probably I mean, that, again that's that's an argument that and she's from private new york so or long island so you, you know that they, they got attitude over there don't touch my fucking kid all right it's my fucking daughter i'll he put my that. hands on yeah he said that he so, lives somewhere in california everybody <laughs> now the terrific trio uh weren't so tight anymore like i said especially with chris in the in the uh, picture rachel christine and tiffany now, there wasn't any bad blood between the three. It's just they all grew apart for obvious reasons. Rachel and Tiffany were out doing their own thing, partying. They had now it they happens. have now they have boyfriends and they're doing their own stuff. Christine has her own boyfriend who is, like I said, not a catch. I, she's with the guy. Let him tell it. Yeah. Now Tiffany, uh, for the longest time, you know, she 
kind of went down memory lane. She she would often she had a picture of Christine when she first met Christine and took class photos. And Christine put on the back of a photo and gave it to her. And she, uh, Tiffany would eventually keep it in her wallet. And on, on the back of the picture, it says, uh, in, in quotes, damn, we've had some crazy time, some crazy memories. Photo, haha. We've always been there for each other. I heart you always. Never forget our special friendship, Christine. End quote. So they're 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 still friends, you know. They're they're like I said, there's not bad blood. The, there's just things got in the way. Yeah, you grow apart. So now we come to the part of the story that really takes a turn. Good or uh, bad. Bad. bad real bad for the people or for the girl oh, let's find out All right. on a summer day july 18th 2003 four dead bodies were found in the clear lake in a clear lake home the first was marcus perelia a 19 year old uh boy 21 year old and cousin of marcus albert sanchez 18-year-old Tiffany and 18-year-old Rachel. Her friends. Her friends. Oh, okay. Police found all four victims with multiple gunshot wounds to their bodies. Marcus was found dead behind the couch with uh, also blood force trauma and gunshot wounds. Tiffany and Albert uh, were on the couch and reclined back as if they were just hanging out and watching TV. Rachel had it the worst of all. Uh, she was found in front of the TV with 12 gunshot wounds, one in her left buttocks, and 10 were directed into Rachel's groin area. No shit. Yeah. There, she even had a clump of hair in her left hand. Um, as oh, so if, she was trying to fight. As, yeah, she was trying to fight someone. In front of Rachel was her cell phone, and the, and on the screen, from what uh, police and, and the article said, on the screen were the numbers dialed 9 and 1. So she was trying to call 911. When the police finally arrived on scene, they described this home as a quote-unquote bloodbath. And it was so bad that there was blood covering just about every inch of the front room. There were blood on the walls, blood on the fireplace, blood on the television, blood on the ceiling fan, carpets, furniture, blood was everywhere. Yeah, I'd say so. 12 shots to one groin. Yeah, and that's just one person. People, yeah, as that's... I'm saying, the other people didn't. I mean, unfortunately, they were shot too, but they didn't get that many shots, right? They weren't shot. Over 40 gunshots were fired in this home. All right. Sound like it was a personal vendetta. 34 of the gunshots hit their target. So six six of them missed. Oh, yeah. Well, don't don't forget, they found Tiffany, uh, Rachel, and uh, the, the cousin reclined back, you know, as if they're watching TV. Literally, yeah, so, and and oh. the 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 photos that I have, which I'll be putting on Instagram, they're literally reclined back, like they're just chilling, just hanging out. And there's no okay. sign of force entry. There's no sign of of you know uh, anything being burglarized or anything like that. No evidence was recovered at the scene. No gunshot. No guns were discovered. Nothing was you know was there. It was almost as if it was like a. Like, like you said, it was a, a professional hit almost. At the time of the murders, no one heard what happened because it was the summer. And don't forget, they're in Texas, so it's hot. A lot of people have their windows closed. AC units are on. Um, music, depending if you're outside barbecuing. Uh, television programs. There's so many different variables of why no one heard this for so long. Or why no one reacted to it for so long. It, it took a, almost a few hours for someone to actually notice 
something was wrong when they went to the home. Now, for the in investigation part of, of this story, police were very confused with the amount of overkill uh, that was towards Rachel. Excuse me. Tiffany was on the couch. Rachel was on the floor. Uh, police said, especially with the shots to the groin, which police indicated that it was, quote, a sexual jealousy, thus making the kill very personal. Now, police initially labeled the case as a robbery gone wrong, tied with drugs. This is what they called it. Mm. Reason why they called it that is because Rachel and Tiffany, who were out of high school, worked at a local strip club as waitresses. Shocking. Yeah. The, the club was called... <laughs> the club was called Moist Molly's. <laughs> Uh, it was famous for its wet Wednesday special, The Gulp. Uh, pa <laughs> patrons would pay uh, performers to spray them with a surprise liquid from their hoo-hahs and drink it. Uh, if they guessed the liquid <laughs> cor correctly, <laughs> you okay over there? Mm -mm, dude, that is, that is some Tijuana shit right there, dude. Mm -mm. Well, if you guessed the liquid correctly, you receive <laughs> two free dances for the rest of the day. And not only that, a free plate of fish and chips. Oh, add to the smell. <laughs> uh, no, that, that as, as absurd as that sounds, that's because that was not real. That was just my stupid oh. brain. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, but they did actually work at a local strip club. Uh, the name of that strip club was not named in any of the articles or the Forensic Files episode that I watched. Uh, but. Okay. Yeah, so no Moist one was, Molly's was pretty good. Yeah, no one was gulping <laughs> either, so that's good. Um, no, uh, Marcus actually sold drugs. Yeah, the 19 year old that was dating uh, Tiffany was a drug dealer, uh, which led police to believe that the robbery had gone wrong. Now, at this time, there were no people of interest, and Christine, who was at this point in time still their friend. Uh, but she was not questioned or even approached by the police when this happened. Also, Christine and Chris were no longer together, but Christine, but Christine was now strung out on drugs. By this time, she was stuck on heroin as well as Oxycontin. Gilbilly heroin. Yes. After the pair split up, however, Christine decided to get sober, which she did. And while in rehab, she met Justin Rott. And they hit it off immediately. They were actually very, very um, compatible. They liked each other very much. And after the couple completed the, their rehab stint, uh, they eventually got married and moved into an apartment together. So all while this was happening, Christine was in rehab. Um, when they got the apartment uh, from a trust fund from Charles, which is Christine's father, he left a huge trust fund for Christine. So she had a lot of money. She had a lot of money. Everything was going amazing. They were happy and enjoying their new sober life until a news story came on TV one day. And on the headline, it read new evidence and a sketch of the suspect in a quadruple homicide. Immediately, Christine be began to panic and pace around their new apartment. Did they say how far between the two, like from when it when it happened to where she was now clean and sober? A few months. Oh, they so had no one. Quick. Yeah, they had no. Yeah, one. no, no. So real quick, okay. Yeah. So now Christine did something really odd. Not only really odd, but really mm, childish. What do kids do when they get in trouble? Most of the time, cry. <laughs> well, besides cry, they tell on themselves. Oh, yeah, pretty much without even knowing. So as this news uh, segment is on the television and she's pacing back and forth, the image pops up and Christine asks Justin, does that sketch look like me? <laughs> Uh, 
a neighbor of, of Rachel came forth a day after everything had happened and gave a very useful description of two people to strangers in that neighborhood a few days after the murders. There was one white male, about six foot tall, blondish hair, just a regular quote, just a regular looking, but slightly older than a high schooler, as well as a short white female, petite, wearing a bandana with very large eyes. The neighbor said what stood out to the pair, what stood out the most is that the pair, the couple, wore all black in the middle of summer. Now, you and I, <laughs> shit. by the way, when all this happened, it wasn't the dead of night. It was two in the afternoon. Jesus, that's the hottest time of the day. Exactly. And I was just going to say, we are, I'm from Arizona. We grew up yeah. there 11 years. Ain't no way in hell you're going to catch me in all no. black on a, on a fucking Monday, 2 p.m. wearing all black during the summer. Sorry. Not no. happening. There's no AC in the world powerful enough to keep you. Not even rest. a swamp cooler. No. Hell no. Now, when the neighbor came forward, provided this information to the police, police put it out for the news and said, if you see this person, please contact us. Well, don't forget, Christine and Justin just got married. Well, when you make vows, you are with that person until death do you part. And you promise to be honest with that person and, and do everything that you can in, in your power to keep that relationship strong and solid so what does christine do she confesses to her husband <laughs> so christine confessed to justin about what happened to rachel and tiffany that day that they were killed she said her ex wanted to rob rachel's boyfriend because he knew he had drugs christine was quote shocked when she arrived at the house and chris you know Mr. Irresistible, as she called him, shoved a gun into her hand and said, take this, we're, we're, we're taking everything. They knocked on the door. Tiffany answered the door. I'm sorry, Rachel answered the door and proceeded to walk them in. Hey, what have you been up to? How's everything going? I haven't seen you in a couple of years. And without anything, boom, 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 boom. That quick? Firing. When they from the who, home, the guy or the girl? Uh, from or both? From, from uh, both. Well, this is from what Christine is saying. When they okay. when they entered the home, Chris, without any provocation, shot Marcus and Tiffany both on the couch, reclined back. Christine said her gun just started firing by itself because oh. we all know that's exactly what happens with guns. Sure. After, no body parts involved. No. No. Again, like a child, immature, you try to make up lies and shit that sound good in your head, but guess what? No. <laughs> it's not, not going to hold up in court, sweetheart. Mm -mm. We are human. We are dumb. Right. By default. <laughs> After the firing stopped, the killer couple left. So they just fired, took what they could, walked out. Chris told Christine to go back into the house. Again, this is what Christine is relaying to Justin, is confessing to Justin. Told Christine to go back into the house and make sure they were all, quote unquote, dead. When Christine came back into the home, she saw Rachel alive crawling to her cell phone on the floor. When she saw her, she saw her dialing 911. Her finger was on the one when she died. Christine then started to beat Rachel with the butt of the handgun that she had. Can you guess what happened after the killings? This is still Christine confessing to Justin. Guess what she did after killing her two best friends? Did she like hurt him more? Like, no, she told Chris to drive her to, to work because she was late for the, uh, makeup department at the local Walgreens. <laughs> she didn't want to be late for a shift. Hey, she had so, a good work ethic. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd, I'd probably hire her. Like, hey, you know, you do weird shit, but you're here on, on time. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> now, 
they are fresh out of rehab. Can Christine just confessed to Justin and can and Justin is just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? So they do the only reasonable thing that they could do. They ran. <laughs> That's not part of the 12 steps or the part 12 principles, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah. Fresh out of, out of rehab and Justin was ready. The couple then check into a pretty high class hotel. Again, Christine had a trust fund, so she had enough money to do so. Um, it was, uh, it was called, I, I mean, it was pretty top tier. It's the La, La Quinta Inn and Suites. I don't know if you ever heard of it. There's one right around the corner. Yep. Yep. You know, it's top tier. It's almost like the uh, Biltmore. Uh, <laughs> where, where guess what they also did in that hotel room? Drugs. <gasps> How'd you know? Put it, furthest thing from my mind as an addict. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They relapsed on that good old Huron. And they used up to, up to $500 every day for seven months straight. Seven months they stayed in that hotel? Seven months. And when I tell you these pictures that, that the police found, it's bad. Like it's all, it's, it's not hoarder bad, but it, I take that back. It's pretty, it's pretty fucking bad. It's tweaker bad. It's tweaker bad. Um, can you guess what they were living off of, like food-wise? Uh, heroin and water. <laughs> Close, actually. Not bad. No, uh, these two particularly liked Reese's peanut butter cups, uh, Kool-Aid, uh, and white cheddar cheeses. Talk about classy, huh? Drinking some that's fucking. A, that's a. <laughs> that's top tier etiquette. That's a... eating everything. That's a that's a redneck char, char, charcuterie board. <laughs> now keep in mind, oh, this room was never cleaned by housekeeping. Again, shocker. If you know anything about tweakers, not just you, Dad, but people listening, new new listeners and and OGs, tweakers are not the cleanest people. They are by far. The dirtiest people you'll ever meet. But they have hell of good ideas. Yeah, they do. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, I have a really good idea. I'm going to take this shopping cart and this car battery. I'm going to make it a grill. (laughs) Inside this room, and uh, this is what I was talking about earlier in the um and the disclaimer uh if you have a weak stomach just get ready or a really good imagination and a weak stomach uh inside the room was covered and i mean covered in urine vomit mm-hmm. human feces mm. dog feces Oh, they had a dog and they were they, able to take care of a dog. Okay. They were able to take care of a dog. I mean, I, any dog can live off of fucking Kool-Aid and ch- white cheddar cheeses, bro. Are you kidding me? That's, a, that's the number one uh, uh, diet for any canine. <laughs> um, and not only that, not uh, the vomit, the urine, the, the poop, all that, but also roughly roughly and this is making my skin crawl just reading it 1500 needles Mm. i I believe that the walls were just as covered in blood from every time that they would pop a vein the room was painted white at one point in time but in the seven months that they were there it changed from white to certain parts of the wall being dark brown yellow and again bloodstained christine eventually was caught by an anonymous person who claimed Christine confessed to him. She confessed to two people, apparently, uh, while of these murders. Uh, this person called the Houston Police Department, informed them of the information. The police were able to then find Christine almost immediately because, you know, with the trust fund, you have to go get your money. So how do you get that money? I don't know. A debit card? 
you mean an electronic footprint yeah you know it's pretty easy to to find someone nowadays especially then not especially then but if you're using a card you're gonna get caught like that so she was withdrawing five hundred dollars a day a day that you gotta consider the hotel room and unless you get one hell of a deal on cheese it's those are expensive And the Reese's peanut butter cups. I mean, yes, if you go to the Dollar Tree, man, you're just you're just getting hooked up. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Christine was arrested two days after the tip and was sentenced to life in prison without the eligibility of parole for four years. Christine's ex then uh, Wait a minute, knew- what, say that again. Life not eligible for parole for four years. That, that doesn't make sense. So she was captured arrested tried given life in in prison without the eligibility of parole for four years so she spent four years without the eligibility of parole and then uh somewhere down the line they changed it so she can try to parole for oh you know whatever but they've yeah but then they've declined every time since um (laughs) i i wonder why yeah you know well uh, and then Christine's ex, Chris, uh, knew that the police were coming for him shortly after, and he did, much like the Gabby Politro or uh, the Petito. yeah, the, the the boyfriend Brandon mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. very much did just like him, uh, ran into the woods and overdosed on pills and Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny. That's that's what I read. <laughs> Okay, uh, you're right. It's not funny, but the the, <clears throat> the Mountain Dew part is that is that the Mountain Dew the, the Mountain Dew part. It's a, it's been a long story. It's a, it's a long story. If you look at any documentary about people of poverty, oh they yeah, talk about Mountain Dew junk food, and Mountain Dew is very popular with people of low income, bad yep. health, yeah, uh, certain demographics, not a lot of demographics. So that's. <laughs> it's just a, it's a staple food for bad health yeah well okay. that's what they found in his stomach was a bunch yeah. of pills and a bunch of mountain dew so he went out with that's a bang so i guess i don't know that's why yeah. it's so cheap <laughs> uh to this day christine has never said what the motive was to kill her two friends uh two people who took her in as the new girl to make her the irresistible person that she was um again the confession that she said to justin is that chris was the one who planned all of this chris Mm -hmm. is the one who wanted to go rob them and get the money get the drugs and do this and that and the other but by this time you know granted 17 about to be 18 years old you still kind of have some mindset of what you're doing if you get if you get handed a gun you're not going to sit there and be like okay uh you know i'm not if someone hands me a gun and we're walking into someone's house sorry i'm not going in that house i'm not even going to be in the i'm not going to be on that same street as you sorry well drugs drugs drug minded is a different entity that is a whole different beast unfortunately so what sounds like a bad idea to most is one hell of a fucking good time for Oh, All you're after is the dope. <laughs> yeah. No matter how you get it, it's unfortunate, but that's yeah. how that's how addicts speak. Trust me, I've I've listened to many of them, and there's no bad idea. Yeah, true. Very Never true. a bad idea. Hey, so, if I thought of it, it's gonna fucking work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's that's the end of this story. She still does not give. Um, a reason as to why it happened it was all chris's idea and she was just there she said she's never she she that she never shot a gun but when the police looked at rachel and i'm sorry 12 shots to a groin area that is definitely some type of jealousy has to personal personal as hell like did she ever cheat on her boyfriend or not that I'm uh, not that I read or anything. Was she prettier like than that. her? Was she prettier than her? Was she jealous? 
Was she attracted to her? Did she like her? I mean, who knows? I don't think she was attracted to her, but I think, I think what the issue was, um, is that she got taken in by these two. I mean, very to, to be very bluntly, very beautiful young girls. They 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 were very pretty. Well, of course, they had some. They had empathy for her. They wanted to make her feel normal. Yeah, and, shame on them. That's what killed them. Yeah, and I, and that's yeah, that's exactly what happened. Is that they unfortunately passed away be, because of that. Um, I'll show uh, you real. They real got quick. murdered because of that. Yeah, murdered. Yeah, not passed away. Uh, but Justin was arrested for drug charges and um, what's it called? Uh, um, Destructive of property. <laughs> wow, that too with the with the uh, the hotel room. No, but um, yeah. har- harboring a fugitive. Oh, or uh, not harboring. Yeah, harboring, 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 harboring. Herber, Herber. Or eighty? No, not eighty. Anyway, yeah, basically 80. they got. They got high for seven months, and now he's really is high. He in jail now. Yeah, he's also in jail. Oh, oh. And that so, you said this was on TV. This was all on TV. Yeah, if you go on forensic files, it's on the forensic files. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. I want to watch the whole story. Yeah. Do they have a, a picture of her now, like current twenty, uh, at least in the twenties? Yep. Um, please refrain from doing drugs. Ladies and gentlemen, please refrain from um, doing ridiculously stupid things on drugs. Just don't do drugs at all. Okay? Well, I'll tell you what. That is a very vague description. You got to understand something now, son. Drugs are something – there's an addiction for everything. It doesn't have to be a controlled substance, an uncontrolled substance. This is what she she looked like, by the way. Oh, she looks like Shanna Balesler. Shana ba- Shana Belzer. I don't know who that is. Uh Queen of Spades. She's on W E A W. She was part of the uh she was on with Roxanne Modafari on the Ultimate Fighter that really? season when it was all girl. Yeah. She's a girl who wore the top hat, the Queen of Spades. I'll I'll she's, probably have to she's Ronda Rousey's friend. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I know who yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. So yeah, so. Um, but yeah, going back to what you were saying, yeah, no, I know there's addictions everywhere and stuff like that, but let's refrain from killing people. How about that? Yeah, any good <laughs> idea while you're under the influence usually is not. So yeah, it's not not a good <clears throat> idea. No. But thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everyone, being patient. for being Sorry, patient. It's only yeah. been three months. Hell. Yeah. We're doing we're doing our best to get better. A lot of things, you know, that came into this, you know, a newborn child for me. You've had several things going on with my brother, brothers. <laughs> yeah. And mother. Uh, and mother and grandfather. There's just yeah. life is getting life. Life. And where everybody's feeling it. Yeah. From the biggest podcaster to the littlest. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> life happens so. for everybody. We appreciate you guys following. We appreciate a lot of you guys who are bored and need to listen to something. And if you <laughs> want to listen to us two no-neck individuals, we thank you. Gracias. <laughs> um, yeah, if you guys want to keep in contact with us, again, if you're a new follower, thank you for following. If you're a new listener, thank you for listening. If you're an OG, please remember to go over to the flow page. That's flow.page slash podcast, And you can find all, all of our social media outlets tiktok twitter big jim runs twitter we're run also yeah we're also on twitch now um i'm, oh. I'm gonna try and fix that with our other program that we have and I, i'm gonna see if we could do something for live episodes instagram follow us on instagram facebook and so much more follow us on youtube and everything else um be and stickers got and new stickers, stickers. Yeah. yeah we have new stickers we actually have <clears throat> big there's gonna be a couple changes coming um oh yeah you'll, you'll, you'll still see these these faces and stuff like that but um things that i've noticed 
over the, I guess, two years that we've been doing this now, a, a, a lot of things with the name, a couple things about the demographic that we have, the, the, what's it called? People who listen to this. There's a few things that we're, that we're going to be changing up that associate everything into one podcast. And I think everyone's going to like it. Uh, I've already spoken to you about it. If you've forgotten, I'll tell you a- after we record. Um, uh, it's a hundred percent chance I forgot. <laughs> but uh, thank you, everyone. If you guys would like to support the podcast for now, please, if you head over to buymeacoffee.com/slash/btwbjpod, or if you go to our flow page, it's it's also there. Uh, you can buy us a coffee, or we normally just spend it on beer. It's, and we can uh, put it into to the podcast. Um, you know, for content purposes, we'll drink a beer and give you guys a shout out if you give us a beer, or we'll send you guys some stickers. So we'll just give you a shout out, period. Yeah, we shout out a lot of our podcast friends, a lot of our family members. So, I mean, I'm drinking over the fence uh, coffee mug right now, and on my water bottle, I have the cool kids. Yeah, there you go. I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, how got, got mine right there. Spooky shit only. Spooky chicks. So thank you everyone for listening. Thank you everybody for watching. No, listening, because this is gonna be just a see that's another change. We're just gonna go straight into audio for audio. now. Yeah, until uh we're able to fix your video settings. Um thank blame you, the everyone. old guy. Yeah, blame the old guy who doesn't know how to work the damn internet. This is very true. There's <laughs> no lie. <laughs> Thank you guys. Love you guys. Uh, cannot wait to keep doing this for you guys. We have a lot more stuff coming out. This was the Texas poll, and um, we have the California poll coming soon. I think you are going to cover that one, right? I have it. All right. I have it. So, All right. episode Until 59 will be Big Jim. Till next time. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Peace.